Welcome to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Now here's Jesse to welcome you into this episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z. It's Jesse. Today, we have a super exciting guest with us, Kajo Styles, Krista. I don't know how to say your last name, so you can correct me in a minute. <laughs> and she owns a salon in Payson, and she is one of our good friends, and we wanted her to come on and talk about her journey as a salon owner. So, Krista, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I how- feel like I'm in the presence of royalty all the time around you guys. <laughs> she says it every time. I and do. We hang out all the time. <laughs> I'll well, always be a fangirl. Always. Aww. I love it. How do you say your last name? It's Rinless Bacher. I always want to say like it. Redenbacher, like yeah, the popcorn. Everybody, there's not one single soul that I've met since being married that can say that right. So it's oh, okay. Yeah. I, I sympathize. I get it. <laughs> you, in my phone, you're still just Krista Bacher. Because yeah. on Instagram, that was just your name. Fine. So I thought it was your last yeah. name. No. <laughs> Krista Bacher. It's just Krista Bacher. It's fine. <laughs> so yes, we are really excited to have her on today. And before we get started, though, we're going to do Peaks and Pits and then we'll jump into today's topic. Let's talk peaks and pits. Okay, do you want to start with peaks and pits? Yeah, let's do it. Um, my peak is oh, Jesse surprised me with a trip to Disneyland yesterday for my birthday. Stop. So we're so taking exciting. our boys. Yeah. And we're going, and I'm so excited. That's just so exciting. No. We're going to see the Lady Gang podcast live in Stop. LA. Which, by the way, if you're listening, hi, <laughs> Becca Kelty and hi. Jack. I'm a Kelty. <laughs> what are you? I don't know. I think I'm you're like, kind of like a Becca Jack. Yeah, more of a Becca. Yeah, probably. I, yeah. She has a Ford. You have a Ford. Yeah, um, she copied me. It's okay. <laughs> she copied me. But yeah, no, we're going to see that. And then I just extended it by one day. So we're going to go to Disney. It's so so fun. fun. I'm so excited. Um, And then my pit is Ford's been sick. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's just still my pit. Like, I think I talked about it last time, but he literally is over a week now and just like, this is gross, but like three outfit changes, like nonstop sick kids are the worst and I will tell you one thing so last year I was in and out of the hospital with my kids because they had rhinovirus and they had in the winter time uh uh-huh super bad from October to April literally Thomas was in the ER twice he constantly had croup and I will tell you one thing I finally went to we were on every antibiotic you could think of and I finally went to Good Earth, and I threw my hands up in the air at the lady, and I was like, tell me what to get. I'm so sick of my kids being sick, because they yes. were, I mean, constantly, yes. like, so sick. And she recommended this drink called ACF. What? Anybody okay. listening, if you have sick kids, they make it for kids, and they, they have it for adults as well. My holy grail. No. The second I started my kids on that, nothing. I'm going right now. Yes. Fine. No, seriously. Is it a consistent drink or is it only when they're sick? So they have one for like an immune boost and okay. then they have one for when they're sick. I give my kids the, which is immune. like the traditional ACF for when you're sick every night. I just give them one shot of it. Every, it's not going to hurt them. Oh All it is, gosh. is it's herbs and vitamins and it's got like tons of echinacea, zinc, silver, wow, tons wow. of like, it, it tastes like Satan's booty hole. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Wait, so how did you get them to drink it? I... Like mix it. it? I don't want to just... say it on here because then someone's you're like, like I'll I waterboarded on me. <laughs> we can cut it out. I actually am curious though. <laughs> no, you're right. And um, no, yeah, I just had him drink it. Like I kind of was like, here, you can have a cookie. Or, oh, 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 like, I just bribed that them. is not. I do that but, every day. So you're and then, good. but the thing is, is the say. first few times, as they did like, be, and I think it was because they were sick too, but they threw it up mm. a few times, and now yeah. they just know, like it's just custom, and they still like gag, and they're still, but like, they're like part of life, like. But it's what they do, and they also know, like I'm like, you guys will not get sick. And seriously, since then, my kids have not been sick once since last winter. Insane. So I wonder if babies can take it. They can. You just have to dilute it, I think, a little bit and take a smaller dose. But like it's just herbs. So it's not gonna it's not like it has any medication or anything in it. So it's it can't really hurt. I give my kids um the adult one sometimes if I'm out of the kids one and I'll just dilute it a little bit with like (gasps) distilled water or something like that. And then the same thing, it's just stronger for adults, right? Yeah, exactly. It has a few more ingredients than the kids' ones do, but like I said, I've just diluted it and Mm -hmm. they're fine. It's just plants. Thanks for saving me another copay. No, seriously, I'm not even kidding. It was horrible. It's just like, well, here's an antibiotic. Yeah, Yeah. and the antibiotics are great, but they they kill the bad stuff and the good stuff. So then their immune system is super low. Then they they just it's literally just Mm -hmm. like a revolving door. And there's, so. there's like bugs going around right now. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. insane. Everybody's so. been sick. Yeah. yeah. My kids haven't been sick once. So cross my <sighs> knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. They get sick next week. <laughs> oh, well, 
this podcast will go up in November, so hopefully he's not sick by then. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was just going to say, we'll check back on that episode after this and <laughs> yes. see how he's doing. <laughs> see if you tried the drink. Um, okay. Do you want to go next? Um, sure. Um, okay. So my, I feel like mine, it like goes in one love because it. it's like, it, it's the same story, but it, it counts for a peak and a pick. Oh, I love kind that. Of sad. Yeah. Um, okay. So you guys know this, but my grandpa passed away a few months ago mm-hmm. back at the end of um, July and we were super, super close. My dad passed when I was little. So my grandparents moved from St. George up to um, Springville where I was raised and to help raise us. So grandpa and I would talk every single day, FaceTime, all the stuff. Oh. So he passed, it was really sudden. And he was actually up here, up North when he passed and he lived lives in, um, St. George with my grandma. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, um, we went down to Vegas this at the beginning of this week for my older sister's wedding. So, which was so fun. fun. Yeah. I was like, anybody else? I know. I was going to like comment. Where did you get that? I can't pronounce it. It's like some swimming suit company. Cup-chi? It's kind no, it's kind of like Genelay Bay, but it's a oh, but, is it a local Nani Utah? swimwear. Nani. Nani swimwear. Okay, is that what it is? That. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But anyway, so um so yeah, so we went up there, we went I guess down to Vegas mm-hmm. um for uh her wedding. And Aww. so on the way, and my younger sister, Caitlin came with us and she's my grandma's caretaker right now. Aww. And so she lives, her husband does, um, summer sales in okay. California selling oh, solar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, um, on the way home from Vegas, we needed to stop in St. George and, um, drop my sister off to their house. It's mm-hmm. the first time I had been back to their house okay. since he's passed away. And so I walk in and it's just like the flood of emotions, you know? And so mm-hmm. my mom was like, just take a few things, you know? And I was like, okay. So I grabbed a little straw, his like straw hat that we used to garden. He used to wear it. Aww. And so that, and then I took his little, um, his jacket that he, he had like a red jacket that he wore in the winter. So oh cleared out all the pockets, threw the receipts away, thought nothing of it, tossed it in the trunk and we went home. Um, and right after he passed, just a little backstory that will make sense later. Right after he passed, my sister-in-laws got together and they created me like a little, I would say like a little penny jar that's in the shape of like a picture frame. And it has a little poem on it called pennies from heaven. Oh, I've heard that. Have you? Yeah. And it's just like a little poem that says, anytime you see a penny on the ground or wherever you find a penny, it's your loved one telling you that they're thinking of you, that they love you, that they miss you. I'm going to cry. I know. (laughs) It's so 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 crazy. So. We get home and Blake is getting the kids ready for bed and I got the jacket out of um, the trunk and I walk in. I start bawling because I'm just Mm -hmm. sad. You know, like it just grief is so crazy. I feel like it just Mm -hmm. hits you so many different ways and it comes out of nowhere. And so I just start crying. And anyways, I go and I sit on my bed and I look over at my like little shrine I have of my grandpa now. And I was just crying. Anyways, I was kind of playing with the jacket and I reached in the pocket and I pulled out a penny. <gasps> no. I, yes, it was the crazy. And I had cleaned out those pockets before. We, my mom and I both went through the pockets and had cleaned it out. So there was nothing in there. And I That's and then I pulled out the penny. And you'd think it'd make it better. But then I just start yes. sobbing more. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of a little tender mercy, I think. My grandpa was saying, hey. And so that is anyways, really, that's my really peak and my pick. <laughs> No, I so, love that. I, that so is sweet. so cute. Anyways. How did he pass away? So he he had just had knee surgery, but um, so he my mom works up in American Fork and was receiving rehab for his knee. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like they his death certificate said cardiac arrest. His heart just stopped. Oh, he didn't have gosh. any blood clots or wow. anything. Was he in the hospital still? No, he was just at the rehab facility, oh. and he was doing really well. Like I saw him the night that he passed away. We went for a wheelchair ride around no. the facility. He was in good spirits and. Yeah, Amazing we, you saw him that day. Though. Yeah, that I think that was cool. like a. I think that yeah, I think that God How often knew. Did you see him? Um, probably once a month we would Which go down. Which is that you saw him that day then? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see him for a while, and and it was so crazy because he was actually supposed to come see the salon. So like he, I saw him on a Thursday, mm-hmm. and with my kids, and then he passed away that Friday morning at oh six a, at like five a.m. And he wow. and we had I had like signed the little thing. I was gonna come check him out from the rehab center to take him to go see the salon. So I know you never got to say. I'm sure he passed by on his way up to heaven, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's he probably just hanging day. out there all the time. Yeah. Actually. So anyways. is this the husband of the grandma who you did the TikTok with to see the salon? Uh-huh. Oh. Yes. Oh, that yep. was so, so that's cute. my grandma Jody and then Papa Tom. Cute. So, oh, yeah. But so sweet. Anyways. I love that. I feel like mine just sound trivial compared to yours. No. <laughs> I'm like, you can just cut mine my out. child say. <laughs> it's really like, heavy. Right? It's fine. No, I love that. Um, okay, I would say that my peak this week, well, this is gonna be delayed when it comes out, but 
Taylor Swift's new album comes out a week from today. So yes. the okay. countdown's officially on. We're having a party. So we'll recap that on the pod. Um, it's going to be like a midnight's party. We're all dressing up in like a different Taylor Swift era and we're going to listen to the album and then we're going to recap on the podcast. So on the 21st, the yeah. day that the album drops, we're going to be recapping it and talking about it. Um, so this is definitely going to be prolonged. So to my future self, I hope you loved the album. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. What do we think it's going to be? I just need to know. What you- I don't know. I am so, I have I think it's going to be a little more rock. That's kind of what I was thinking. Really? Not like rock. Like, no, but just more like like alternative. It's going to be a little edgier Mm -hmm. only because of like the, I like, I think Mm -hmm. the, the whole era of this is like a little edgier, Mm -hmm. but Taylor Swift's not going to be a rock star. It's going to be like a Taylor Swift version. I think she just goes back to her original teardrops on my guitar. She just country all over again. (laughs) Country releases a full on country. I'm waiting. I'm so waiting. I know. (laughs) We love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited for that. And then yeah. I would say that my pit is just the, I can't even say pregnancy because that was my little one last time, but I am just, I, I'm over it. Insomnia. <laughs> I saw your story yes, last night, but I got a lot of good recommendations. I just sent my assistant to the store to like buy me all the stuff people recommended. So I will share if those work, but yeah, it's just like, I get no sleep and yeah. you're uncomfortable and you just don't feel like yourself. Like I just feel like yeah. I can't. I'm not as go, go, go as I used to because I just feel bleh. Yeah. It's preparing you for when you do give birth and you have to be at home for a while. I know. I'm going to die. So yeah, I'm just like over it. And that's probably going to be my pit until January. So (laughs) just Honestly, I'll be the one to say it. Preg- I had really great pregnancies. Did you? They, I don't care who you are. Pregnancy sucks. It does. It really does suck. And I feel like you get so mom shamed for saying that pregnancy sucks. But oh, guess yeah. the frick what? It's hard. Yeah, and it you hard. can still be sympathetic for like the people that can't get pregnant. Cause mm-hmm. I feel bad complaining when I'm like, I know there's people who would die to be in my position, but I, two things can be true. I can feel that way and also feel and sick. still empathize. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. still just, yeah. And you're super still grateful, but it's oh, just, for sure. it's miserable. It's hard. Well, and it's your, it's it your is. experience and it's your life. And mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. but no, I agree. I totally agree. Okay. So <laughs> before we do the topic, we're going to start a little segment. Um, we need to think of a name for it. Like Dutch of the day. That's cute. Dutch of the day. So yeah. okay, every ready, time, everybody, one, shaker. two, three, there's a little Dutch need to ASMR. Add that to everyone. <laughs> yes, that's going to be the intro for yes, this segment. Man. So every time we record now, we're going to have a new Dutch drink. You guys didn't know about this, so you already have your regulars, which is fine. But I tried a new one. So what do you guys have? You got the same thing. I always get the Hawaiian. The Hawaiian, Hawaiian Rebel, Rebel. Mm. iced, not blended. Yep, you I don't do the wrong. blended. I don't either. I, I feel like the flavor isn't there. Yes, uh-huh. I feel like the flavor is it. not as as great and juicy as I want it's it to be. Juicy. <laughs> so true though oh speaking of i got someone to say oh we'll sponsor you for the open house for the school Who? dutch bros um gracie. The girl, gracie shout out to gracie yeah gracie shout out oh to my you. gosh i'm gonna tell kim i'm gonna be like kim yes he needs to come of course too. His, uh, his the guy that's above him uh-huh. is the one that helps franchise and like open up are you business? serious yeah. wait so is can we get one in not the like school? a regular worker like, uh, he's he a do? part of what's called like the mob so he travels oh and helps me shout out to kim i love you i'm kim's number one fan and he probably thinks i'm such a freaking weirdo no he but doesn't because he's him. awesome I love him too <laughs> I didn't even know his name for the longest time and I only followed him on Instagram because you tagged him and I was like that's my favorite one yes. I love him and he is beautiful he is he's so oh, I asked him I'm like do you get Botox like what do you yeah. use for skin nothing nothing I'm like wow must be nice well how old is he like 23 <laughs> yeah he's like really young <laughs> that's but... probably why and his mom is Hispanic what his mom is full-on like no. really ethnic and no. his dad is white and he's just like the only blue-eyed blonde-haired <laughs> white kid out of the whole family oh it's crazy gosh. he showed me a family a picture of him wow. yeah he one has... time I went through the drive-thru and he was um like showing me photos of all the hair transformations he's done on himself. Stop. You need to ask him to show you. He's done purple. Yes. He's done like all these crazy things. It's him. Yeah. Love him. He's so well, funny. hopefully he listens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send the, I'll send the, the episode. To him. <laughs> like we talked about you. <laughs> We're creepy, but okay. I got a unicorn blood rebel, which is like one of their featured drinks for October. Mm. And it was really good. I really liked it. So I would give it like an eight out of 10. What would you guys say for the Hawaiian? Oh, nine to 10 out of 10 for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. 11 out of 10. And yeah. I feel like the, the nice one. thing about rebels is they're very like their flavors always consistent. Oh, always. Anytime I order like 
a white coffee or like something like that. It's always like the flavor is always slightly different than totally. what I like. You know what I mean? It's not as consistent. And not that that's probably because it's problem. not coffee. Well, yeah. So it's like they just pour their energy. Yeah. Or even so just easy. regular coffee. If you get it like sweetened, sometimes they add more or less, whatever. Rebels, yeah. I can always count on them to be just like 100% the same. And it's just, it's a comfort drink. It is. And it's a pick me up. Like midday, <laughs> yeah. a rebel, there's nothing better. Yeah. I tried to do like a bar at my house. I got like all the like syrups and yes. I have like the Red Bull and it's good. It's just not the same. Though. No. Because they have their own brand of energy mm-hmm. drinks. So there's nothing like yeah. it. But anyway, we will be trying a new drink every time. So stay tuned. <laughs> and if you want drink recommendations for Dutch Bros, if you go to my personal Instagram, just Jesse, I have a whole highlight for Dutch Bros. So I've there, actually, I got options. the caramelizer. <gasps> you did? Is From it good? your Instagram. Yeah, white I liked though? it. Yeah. I, well, I did a domino shot. So I did one oh, shot of white coffee. I've one never shot of done that. Coffee. It was good. Okay. Like You're domino. like growing in the yes. world because the first time she you came DoorDash. here. Yeah. Can I just tell real yet? Can I just, no, I don't. Okay. We were I like, we need to get Chris on be real. Oh my gosh. I listen. I don't know if I can handle be real. I don't know if I can it's handle my myself favorite. without a filter. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I love it. I, I take a few sometimes. I'm everyone's like, photos are like that though. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so real. I love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Not so to be funny. funny, but um, no, but the first time you came here to get your hair done, you were like, I've never had coffee. And no. now you're like getting Domino's I know. Shots. Here I am. And here's the, I think I, I think you knew this, but the first time I came here was your, I think it was when I was not the first time, but I came here for the shadow day. Yes. I was so nervous. And so I go to pick up coffee for all of us. Yes. And I was walking in with my coffee and it spilt everywhere. And I looked down and I took a picture. I said it to Jenna. I said, this is God telling me he hates me for drinking coffee. <laughs> for trying to drink coffee. Anyways, this is a sign. I'm like, I'm going to get struck by lightning over here. And now fine. you're a Dutch every day yeah, and they know go. you by name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud actually. <laughs> um, but really quick before we start, I want to talk about our backstory. Yes. Because we met at your salon grand opening. No. No. We met in my class. But we really met at my salon. Yes, I guess like our friendship started. There, <laughs> yes, yeah. I would say so. For you. What cl- <laughs> yeah, me. We've been friends forever. You just didn't know. <laughs> like, we're actually best friends in my head. I have a shrine years. of you at my house. I just and I, I do the, I light the incense. <laughs> she has those candles that have your face on it. Like the, like like the, the Virgin Mary stuff. I have- could you How creepy would that be? Though? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so what class did you come to? So I came to your first class in Utah after, after COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yes, right so August of 2020. Okay, yep, yeah, I remember because we had to move it from March to August. Yep. Okay, so yeah, so we met there, yep. but then I remember you would come in and buy hair and like yep. have a relationship with our retail manager, mm-hmm. Sierra. And I remember her telling us like, Krista's having a salon grand opening. She's opening a salon. She's come to your class. You guys should go and surprise her. And I'm like, okay. So we like all went and oh it was gosh. like the whole group and we came and surprised you. And I it was, was so cute. I, I I can't even like talk about it because I get emotional. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. I don't think you, I, here's, I don't think I've ever told you the story that you literally changed my life as a hairstylist. What do you mean? Okay. So I was, okay. Well, this, it kind of goes hand in hand with the first question of like, how did my like okay. career go from I'll being a hairstylist. That, so then we'll just go into that. Yeah, we into that. So the first question is, tell us about your journey as a hairdresser into a salon owner. So I don't know if I've, well, and I don't feel like I've ever been in the opportunity like with you in a conversation where I could be like, by the way, you just like changed my life a couple <laughs> years ago. So if you wonder I'm so why I'm ever fangirling this. over, and this is why I'll always be a Jay-Z fangirl is because of this. So in, um, I graduated high school in 2016. Yeah. Started watching your videos in like 2017, 2018, okay. I think, um, on YouTube. And then in 2020, COVID was a thing. And then we um, we moved into our house. And during that time, financially, it was kind of a little bit of a rocky time for me yeah. and my husband. And I was kind of doing hair. I was like in and out. I just had my daughter. So I was dealing with a little bit of postpartum. And I couldn't really figure out like where I fit in this like hair hair world world. I was like a like I had a little baby but I was also like a newly mom again Mm -hmm. with my daughter toddler yeah and Utah is a heavily religious state and so I was kind of being torn with like do I stay home do I work I'm not passionate about being a stay-at-home mom I love the crap out of my kids yeah but I'm a better mom when I'm working and so but I had so much influence from, you know, other people in my life that were like, you know, you need to be at a, a home, like being a home mom. And yeah. anyways, I, I love that, but that's not where my passion was. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out like where my passion lied anyways. And then we were going through a little bit of a hard time financially as well. Mm-hmm. And I saw that you had opened up a class for August yeah. and I went to my husband and I was like, listen, I said, I want to do this class 
right? Like I just, I really think that it could, you know, change the course of my career. If I really, I could, you could make good money doing extensions. So he was like, okay, whatever, just throw it on a credit card. Yep. Go ahead. So we threw it on a credit card and he's like, I just need you to make the money back that you spent on the class. My poor husband, he's like, has no oh. hope in me. <laughs> no faith he's in like, me. Just please he's do like, the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, no. He's like, I okay. think that's all husbands. Mine does that too. Yeah. Well, and I just don't think Blake understood at that yeah. time, like the passion that I had either. Cause but if I was it's like financially hard. It's like, that's a big ask. It yeah, is. It. Yeah. yeah. And your classes were a lot cheaper even then than they are now. Yeah. And so it was like, anyways, but, um, so I signed up and I came and, um, Did you come by yourself? yeah, okay. I took the class and I came home and that first month out of taking your class, I completely paid off the card oh, and it. it, and I think at that time it was like 12 or $1,300. Probably. I think it was 1200. Yeah. yeah. And within two months, my income doubled. Oh my God. And then six months later, my income quadrupled, like truthfully quadrupled. And so you let I me mean, literally, and I don't mean to like be all mushy and everything, but really truthfully, you did change my life as a hairdresser Aww. and ultimately is what got me to where I am now that gave me the confidence to actually open a salon or have dreams because yeah. I, I was looking at you and the, what you've built just mm-hmm. off of having a passion yeah. and, you know, and it was kind of like you had the work ethic, you just needed to do it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, I felt like in some ways I was kind of put in a box. If like everybody does hair in Utah, yes. everybody does hair in Utah County, everybody does hair in their mom's basement, you know yes. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody, it's, everybody's a hairdresser it's here. Hard. And so it's kind of hard to stand out. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I kind of had put like put myself in this box of like, I would love to open a salon, but I could never, that would never be me just yeah. because there's so many of us out there. And then through following you and watching your YouTube and getting to know you and, you know, really realizing through my breakthrough with doing the extensions and coming into the extension world, just how possible it really can be. Mm -hmm. And you paved that way for us. Jenna and my salon manager, Nicole, we always say this about you. We say, Jesse walked so we could run. That's (laughs) like literally what we say because, and so a lot of us, anybody who's taken your class and is there's no way they're not making more money than what they did. We owe it to you. That's why I always will be a Jay-Z fan is because you, you truthfully did like change my life when it comes to my financial being a mom, pushing me outside of my comfort zone. So anyways, I really love that. That's so sweet. And I do feel like it's true that if you can invest in yourself Mm -hmm. and you put the hard work and the money in, you are going to change your life. And I always tell people like you're here today, you're learning, but it's what you do with it after this. So the fact that you took that skill and like worked hard on it is really the big you know, yeah. thing, but I really appreciate that. That's no, so of course. Sweet. Well, it's it. true. So, okay. So Jenna is your partner in your yes. salon. So talk a little bit about how it even started. So Jenna and I have known each other since junior high. Wow. So we went to junior high together. We never really like ran around together a ton. We were, we kind of ran in the same friend groups, but we were never like close, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, and then in high school, same thing. We knew of each other whatever. I actually started doing her hair after I, um, got out of hair school and then she was going to hair school at that point. And when she got out of hair school, we started just doing like trading back and forth in my basement. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I, and that's when I had, I had been doing extensions for a while. And, um, I had said to her, we should open a salon because she was working at a salon that was treating her like horribly. She did not like the salon at all. She's like, I go and I sit in the parking lot and work and I just don't want to go in. Mm. And there was one point I was like, well, let's open a salon together. Like, why don't you, you know, come do hair with me in my basement. We could go find a little, just a teeny little place and we could just run out and do hair. And anyway, she was like, no, I don't know. Jenna's the very timid one out of all of of me and her. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. if we always say this, that if, Jenna was just running the business. We would just have the craziest business that was just very, very like straightforward. It's me and my dad. I get it. And then if I was just running the business, it would be beautiful, but we would be broke. Yes. Like, yep. <laughs> you know, like I totally. have more of that creative aspect. And- well, cause most hairdressers who open salons, if you don't have like a partner who's like a little more logical, that's how we are. We're creative. So it's yes. like, we don't know the business side until you yes. get into it. Yeah. And so anyway, so Jenna was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I asked Jenna like at least four to six times to no. open a salon with me. And every time she said no, <laughs> she was <laughs> Like you're freaking crazy. Absolutely not. You're the face Stop of resilience. Asking me. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, just think of it, Jenna, we could do all these things. And she <gasps> was like, looked at me like I was just absolutely insane, which I am. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah. But so 
anyways, one time we were downstairs doing hair and she was kind of come like venting to me about the salon that she was working at. And she's like, I just don't think I like doing hair anymore. And I looked at her and said, Jenna, I don't think you don't like doing hair. I just think you don't like where you're doing hair. Yes. I think you need to be in an environment that is fun and that appreciates you and values you. And she said that was kind of like the turning point. And so I was like, and so we could open a salon together. (laughs) And she was like, so. And so then she was like, all right. She's like, okay, if you can find a building... She's like, I'll think about it. Wow. So I went around that was next she day. Married at the time? Yes. But no kids. No kids. Okay. And then you had two. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And so I went around that next day and I found our the building. <laughs> no, this is me. Yes. I just went driving. Exactly. Love and it. I just I so just went funny. driving and I found the building and I called Jenna and I said, Hey, we we have a, a building we need to look at. Can you come <laughs> over here real quick? She's like, It is the day after. She's like, I thought it was gonna be like six months. Yeah. And forget about it. Exactly. Yeah. And so then we signed on the building like that next no. day. Yeah. Or like wow. later that week. So our husbands came over. Yeah. Yep. So we signed on the building and then it used to be an old thrift shop. Really. Yes. And then back in like, I think like the 80, 90s, it was a hair salon at one oh. point. And then it's just been, so we had to, we completely like demolished it. I didn't and, see it. It's cute. You yeah. No, oh, I have it. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. You have there. to come. So but, it's anyways. the building you have. This is the one you found. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So then we signed on it and then literally like, I think it was like right before or right after we signed on it, Jenna found out she was pregnant Wow! and then she had a really good first trimester and then had her placenta had like detached or something. Oh yeah. And so she was on bed rest our whole, <gasps> the whole time we were building the salon all the way up until March until oh she had him gosh. and the salon had been open for like two months. So Insane. it was a little crazy, but yeah. we did it. We made it through. So it was okay. <laughs> but if you can make it through that, yeah. everything else is easy. Jenna right? and I always are like. We're just a married couple at this point. Yeah. Like I, I Work see wife. and talk to Jenna more than my own husband at totally. this point. Like I really do. I yeah. wake up thinking about Jenna. I'm just like, <laughs> hey, we got to do this. We got to do that. <laughs> I wake up thinking about her. So how many stations do you have? So we have 10 hair stations. Okay, cool. And then we have three um, nail stations and two um, lash beds. Nice. That are still on, and how many so. sinks? Three. Three. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's such a good size for starting mm-hmm. out, too. Yeah. I think that's great. We've been really blessed. Our landlord is the funniest guy. He has one leg. No. He... I... <laughs> I told him, I think I offended him the other day because we were, he's like an old grungy dude. Like he's owned like 70 smoke shops. No. Like (laughs) he is like just the grungy, he's the best guy, the Uh best landlord you could ever have. He Mm -hmm. gave us free rent until January and we signed on the building in October. Whoa. Yeah. Like he is out of this weight. If you're listening to this, love you. Okay. Don't ever kick me out for this. But (laughs) I was like thinking, I'm like, I told him one time, I said, Wade, I have the best Halloween costume for you. You could oh, be no. a pirate for Halloween. I knew, I knew it. <laughs> and he just looks at me and was like, what? <laughs> it's like, he and just doesn't like, get oh, it. I bet Jenna wanted to just, yeah. Like so. kill you. She's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I so so I say stuff like that. And that's why He's I like, have why? a Jenna in my life. Is <laughs> yes, because I say stuff in. like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. Yeah. Oh my but gosh. Anyways. Um, how many stylists do you have? So right now I th- we have... 12 or 13 we started out with a really big group and then life happens and people don't find their niche and whatever so yeah we've kind of we're a little bit smaller right now but it's been really nice I'm not gonna lie like we have monthly or not monthly bi-monthly salon meetings and so every other month we we meet and I we've realized that yeah it's kind of it's nice financially to have a big team Mm -hmm. but having the smaller team that we have now is so fun because we just we're really close and yeah yeah, it's really nice it's easier to manage too so (laughs) and like it's never gonna stay the same like as a salon owner you will have a big team at one point you'll have a smaller team at one point then it'll grow again and then it'll deflate again like it's just how it is yeah for sure but that's good that you're able to see the positive in both yeah yeah so what's your structure like a booth rent commission? Yeah. So we offer both. So right now we, um, most of our stylists are booth rent. We have one commission stylist Mm -hmm. and we actually implemented the level system that you were so kind to (laughs) help me out with. Oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, we start our commission stylists off at 50, 50 and they provide their own color and then they meet certain requirements and are there for a certain amount of time. They get bumped up to like 60 on their end, 40 on our end. And Um, just do like evaluations and they move on. Yeah, exactly. And then after 60, 40, after a certain amount of time they can choose to go to booth rent that's awesome so it's I just two that. levels but and that's, that's awesome then it's great for new stylists who are looking to build yeah for sure so it's it's nice I feel like and our booth rent is very affordable too we start at like 220 250 per month that's really affordable. and so yeah for that that's for part-time and then full-time is just a hundred dollars more and if you're full-time so. you get your own station uh-huh yeah okay yeah wow, that's many, really good yeah how many full-time do you have um right now I think we have one or two two 
I would like to say too, I think I'm, I really should know this, but yeah. Jenna, Jenna handles that. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I'm, I'm the same way. Like Jordan will ask me questions about like, so where are like your numbers at this year? Have you like, how's the business? I'm like, I you're like, no ask my idea. dad. I yeah, have I'm no like, idea. Ask, ask Michelle. Like, I know we're doing well. That's all I know. Yeah, you're right. Um, are your commission girls like 1099 or are they employees? So they're 1099. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So they, that's they legal in their... Utah just for anyone. Wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kate Hill. There's like a trend on Instagram right now of like, or TikTok of people yeah. being like, if your salon owner is making you a 1099 and your commission, they're taking advantage of you and they're money oh. hungry. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah. It's so stupid. It could be that way in other States if it's illegal, but it's, it's fine. In Utah, yeah. Yeah. For so. sure. Uh, my accountant said so. so. Yes. <laughs> right. Accountants are God in our industry because <laughs> right? no, we seriously. know nothing. Yeah. Um, okay. So what was the most surprising thing you learned about starting a business? Oh my gosh. There's so many. I feel like emotionally that I was so surprised to see how many people don't want to see you like succeed. Like I, and I don't say this to try to like start anything or, or like, but truthfully yeah. we had like when we opened within like the, I think we were open not even a week. We had like two or three people report our salon. What? What? For what? For not being like a viable salon or something. Like it was what? so stupid. Yes. And we still, even to this day have like people. Like reported to the city or who? To the city. Yeah. They were like, do you have a valid business hell? license? And we're all oh like, my yes. God. And then they're like, do you have, did you have the fire marshal come inspect you guys and da da da? And we're like, like yes. Yeah, like like our life. we yes. went through every step that we needed to. Anyways, it's just crazy. And then we had, and you never knew who it was. Mm-mm. They wow. was, uh, all of them were anonymous. Of course. <sighs> of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm and they're not going to tell you even if they knew. No, so. no, not at all. Yeah. But so then I, so I feel like emotionally it was that we had a lady come in, um, about a month after us opening and she was like, this is such a pretty salon, but I'm just here to tell you so many people are just so sad that you're here. <gasps> like the people in the city yes why I I don't because I think that there's a lot of like small like Mm barbershops in Payson where we're at okay and so I don't know if it was that because and our our building we're like right on a highway and so we're we're on a busy road and we're we're a pretty like decent sized building you know what I mean and so I don't know if it's because we're like a bigger commercial building versus like something a lot smaller and intimate yeah um we're also we strive to really be like a higher end salon in that part of southern Utah County and so I don't know if that had something to do with it like we want another thrift shop yeah, yeah like, move out. like what are they thinking it needs to be like, yeah and then we were like dragged on facebook too what? the first little like it was crazy you've been through a lot in the less than a year that you've yeah, been open. it That's was crazy brutal. so but yeah i feel like the emotional side just like realizing that a lot of people don't want to see you succeed and mm, that they will yeah. do things strategically to try to like hurt you you're in so your business sad. and then yeah and it's hard so. because like as a salon owner you open your business because you're excited and yeah. you're passionate about it yes. and then you, this all hits you and you're like what well and it's so crazy too because like I was raised in a family like my mom was really good about if someone's doing better than you you're you can you applaud them you congratulate them you know what I mean I have an uncle who's very very successful has a beautiful home in St. George at the pool in the backyard and my mom's been in the same house for like 15 years I've never heard my mom one time speak badly about his success yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so it's that, like that I just always come from jealousy yeah yeah. Did. yeah and so that's what was so surprising because I was I'm always like so stoked for anybody else who's doing same. good uh, sometimes I'm like oh man I wish I could freaking I'm the same you know one. what I mean but I would yeah. never yeah. in a million years be like well we got to call the city yeah <laughs> If anything, it motivates you to be like, what can I do to get to that point? But you're not like sabotaging. Yeah, exactly. That's what kills me about people like that. Whether it's someone who reports you or leaves a mean comment or whatever it may be. It's like, who's actually doing that? Because I could never imagine. Yeah doing that to someone yeah it's it's so stupid but I think and then on the technical side what surprised me the most is how much freaking money you are putting into your business all the time yeah it's not it's not even just like oh, like you just have to pay to get the decorations and like it's constant like utilities. And I'm yeah. like, me just coming into the adult world over here. <laughs> like, oh, there's bills <laughs> here. Like, yeah, and like, but then it's like all the inspections yeah. and like, mm-hmm. you know, sanitation, just all the stuff that you have to do. Mm-hmm. I think just like back in, oh my gosh, the accounting stuff. Ugh. Listen, I bills like, and especially now having a commission stylist, I'm so glad. Thank goodness for Jenna because yeah. she deals with a lot Does of she like, payroll uh-huh, like she deals with all, all of that. And I just tell you, I look at it and I have a aneurysm because yeah. I seriously am like, <gasps> I don't know how to do this. Yeah. That's why if you have a full booth rental, I'm sure you thought that was a lot easier. And it, it technically but it this is, will but get you somewhere because yeah. a salon, let's be honest, it's not a moneymaker. Like no. you don't open a salon and you're rich all of a sudden, like no. you have to build it to that point and it requires a lot of work and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So I think I just never, I knew I was going to be, I always say this and Jenna says this too, so we knew 
knew we were going to be busy when we opened a salon. We didn't know how busy we were going to be. Though. Like really? this like blows it out of the water. That's awesome. So it's, I mean, it's great, but it's a lot like I, like I said, I'm constantly on my, I had to go buy a laptop, never owned a laptop <laughs> in my life. Like had I'm a to, business girl now. Yeah. Like I, it's crazy, but That's I mean, it's awesome. good. It's a good crazy. I'm thankful yeah. for it. But. So you do hair how many days a week? So I do hair two days a week. And then when the school opens only one day a week, Heck yeah. um, so you're going to be teaching. But yeah. So right now I'm working, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And okay. then, um, in like November, December, I'll move to Tuesdays and then every other Wednesday doing hair. Awesome. So that's so great. Yeah. How do you find the balance between doing hair and being a business owner? How has that been? For There's you? not one. No, no. Balance is the wrong <laughs> word because it's impossible. Yeah. No, but I think it's, um, I think what's hard is, and I feel like I've always, and I'm sure a lot of business owners struggle with this is prioritizing your time. I'm a huge procrastinator and I didn't realize that really until I opened a business and I, until I had to be like the opposite of a procrastinator. You know what I mean? I feel like I, um, I'm really bad at prioritizing my time. So this salon has forced me to do that. You know what I mean? And so I feel like balancing, I think it's more just like me sitting down, planning my week, hiring somebody that helps me with my clients or, yeah. you know, hiring at an work. Assistant? And yes, okay, I have an assistant. And then my other assistant, Caitlin, my sister, she was yeah. doing all my social media. She just moved. So mm. Aww, I know my grandpa's sucks. throwing such a cramp in my style these days. I need, <laughs> it's on. just, it's, oh, I'm sick of it. Yeah. So I'm hiring for an assistant. <laughs> like I'm putting this out there. So was she like your, does she, she does hair, right? Caitlin? Yeah. Or no, no, oh, she doesn't. So, so she, she was just, just doing that for you. Yep, oh, she was, cool. I mean, okay. she would kind of help clean up after me or start yeah. a shampoo or something like that. So but like that you can do without a license but um yeah she was mostly just helping me do social media okay cool what does a typical day in the life working look like for you versus like a day in your personal life so a day in the life working is I wake up and I get in my bath I get I I do do a full-on bubble bath get my dutch and let my kids go watch a show and finish their breakfast and I sit on the laptop and I usually answer emails um I usually start like finish editing youtube videos that I've got going on or Canva, like just social media, because I do all the social media for our salon. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh so gosh. I do all the marketing, all the networking. Yeah, I, a lot. So yeah, we have like, we have Lexi Dawn coming to our salon in oh, December. Exciting. And so um, stuff like that, like I set up all of those classes, things like that. So yeah. anyways, I do that for about an hour and then I get out, start getting ready for the day. Babysitter comes at around 1130 and then my first client starts at noon. Okay. And so I work from noon until... It's usually around six, seven, okay. sometimes eight. How many clients a day do you do? Mm, anywhere from like six to seven wow. clients. So, and then, wow. yeah, and I'm That's double so booked, many. but mm-hmm. it's nice. I have my assistant. So we were busy. Do you take up two stations at your salon then? No. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. How we do you just do, do the one. Um, we have the, so we have like a processing station. Okay. Um, and then we have like our bowls. Sometimes I will if we're like, but I usually don't blow dry two clients at the same time. Usually oh, yeah. I can, I have it where, I can foil for 30 minutes. I get done. Then the other one sits in my chair Yeah, and then I'll foil her while she's processing. And then it's like a big, like circle. You yeah. Know, it's like musical, like musical chairs. chairs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love it. And so then she'll process, she'll tone. And by the time she's done processing, she's done toning. So then they okay. come. So yeah. And is it color and extensions usually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I specialize in lived in color and in blonding. And then I also specialize in color corrections. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we, I color, I don't know why, but color corrections are like my fave these days. Oh, really? I've been loving mm-hmm. them. Yes. Yes. And I love extensions too. Um, extensions. I feel like I have a pretty good clientele with them. I don't know if I would say I technically specialize. It's not all that I do, mm-hmm. but I definitely have like most of my clients have extensions too. Yeah. But. It's so cool how like that can transform your career and your client's hair, like mm-hmm. just extensions. Like it's incredible. It's awesome. And that's why you're able to double book and like yeah. fit more people in is because you have different services you're offering. Yeah. Okay. So what about a day in your personal life? So a day in my personal life, if I'm not working, I'll usually get up and I try to bake with my kids. What? Okay. So So, I'm failing at life. (laughs) No, no, no. It's so simple. Like it's literally just like brownies usually, or we'll just, I'll have them like make breakfast with me. I feel like one of the things about being a working mom is that you you carry like mom guilt Uh and and it's, it's hard. I've kind of had to just be like, you know what? Sorry. If you feel that way, we'll work through it with a counselor when you're older. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) 
we'll revisit <laughs> this when you're 18. Yeah. yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, and you know, I'm just I'm nicer to everybody when I'm working and not like I, including I my kids. I agree. Me either. Yeah. I just feel like I'd go crazy. Yeah. You have that adult interaction, and you need to have a purpose and something that makes you feel like you have a passion in life and you're and fulfilled. Yes. Yeah, so you yeah. can come home and you're right. Be better for them. I totally right. Agree. Yeah. And you know, and some people love being stay home moms. Totally. Like, that is your passion. No, and that's right. the, that's what I was gonna say. Like all of my sister in laws are stay at home moms, and they're amazing. They yeah. rock it. And you know, maybe they want it. I don't know. I haven't asked them, but yeah, they they seem to really enjoy it. And of course, they have, it has its hard moments, you know. But mm-hmm. obviously, the most important job we have as women is our babies, right? And raising them. Yeah. But it is okay to do stuff outside of that as yeah. well. Anyways, yeah. well, you so, know you're a mom when you go to work and it's like a break. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I get to work today. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> how many hours do I get away from my child exactly. today? Really? And then so I like true. go to my phone. And it's like Coco Melon just automatically. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, you're like on the salon speakers. Whoops. Yeah. Constantly. Um, but yeah, so we usually wake up. We kind of bake something in the summer. I will try to take them to the pool or we play outside a lot. Like right now, it's really so nice fun. outside. It's not too hot, not yeah. too cold. So we usually play outside and then we do like nap time and quiet time and I have my time and that's when I actually do like some work too on my do laptop or I'll do phone. Nap? Yeah. Oh, so, so nice. well, okay. Thomas, I wouldn't say actually naps. He just has quiet time. He'll be okay. five next month. And so oh my gosh. He, when's his birthday? Um, November 16th. Oh, okay. It's like right after. Yeah. Four yeah. Um, so stopping naps, um, probably three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Three and a half to four. And Thomas will still like, if I lay him down, he'll still like fall asleep okay. most of the time, but it's not very long. And it, so yeah, at so, times like TV or like toys. No. Or so room? I, I put, um, I let Thomas pick out a couple of books and some toys to play in his bed. I just need some time. Yeah. And he does like, it. Like he'll yeah. just sit there and play. Mm-hmm. Jagger would never be like <laughs> well, hanging on the door. Not even three. That's true. I guess yeah. they get calmer. <laughs> yeah. And like <laughs> Thomas, I always say this, but Thomas, my son, he is like a 17 year old trapped in a four-year-old's body he told he comes home the other so we came back from Vegas and he goes so mom I made an observation (laughs) I say okay it's a big word and he goes so were you in the casino at Vegas no how the freak did he find out I was at a casino? I have no idea. He's like on Instagram on a no, Insta. No, like, he like you. I don't know. He he literally managed to unlock his like parental controls on the Stop. YouTube on his iPad. Oh my god! And so gosh. he's so smart. He's all Vegas. Yeah, he's like seeing like strip clubs, yeah. thunder from down he's under. Like, he's wow. like, wow, I've really seen what the you've been doing. The showgirls over there. Yeah, I am dead. So, anyways, he's like super super smart. So I I always tell him he's like Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. That's what <laughs> because, I thought of when you said yes, observation. Yes, because he's seriously he's so smart that way and so he'll be a nerd it's fine I'm over it I'll just you know what it's better to be that than like a hellion or yeah that's true that's very true that's very true there's nothing against nerds I married one so it's okay it's all good um but yeah so he he goes down pretty good he's pretty easy but then yeah so then Ivory too she she naps and when they wake up a lot of times we'll kind of just hang out at the house the days off are my days to kind of pick up the house for sure thankfully my nanny cleans oh and so she has that and then I also have cleaners that come in once every like three weeks to do all the deep cleaning which might sound a little high maintenance but you know I know I do it too yeah I told Cody I was like if that's the last thing if that means I can't have any gas if that means that <laughs> if I, I can't ever leave the house money. my car is it's the best money I've ever yes. spent that will be the yeah. last thing I'll give up as a cleaner mm-hmm. something I've realized about being a working mom is do what you can and hire everything else out if yep. you can because mm-hmm. it does save your mental energy because if you come home and that's what you have to do you're not mm-hmm. spending the time with your kids and it just makes your life easier which makes you a better mom yeah, yeah. And a better worker. I'm like, I'm still cleaning every day though. Oh, like, exactly. Still, like literally constant. Jordan said that to me in therapy yesterday. He goes, I was like saying, I'm like, I need more help around the house. And he was like, we have cleaners once a week. I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't mean I don't pick up daily. And he's like, really? I'm like, do you, do you know me? What's that? the most OCD person you've ever met. What's That's that so YouTube? I think it's a YouTuber Instagram. It was like, where the guy like notices like it's called the cleaning fairy or something like that. He's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I just leave it there. And, and then, then the it magically just gets picked up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yes. It's like, like oh on TikTok. There's a it's like, imagine like realize you're your husband. You realize you're at a toothpaste and the next day it's magically there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's they so have true. No clue. They don't yeah. have any idea. He tried telling her he does all the cleaning and I was like, uh, 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 Blake yeah. and I will usually try to do a date night that one of those times because oh, I good. I don't work like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Thomas also has preschool. Oh, okay. And so I take him to preschool those three days and nice. just kind of try to hang out. What do you guys do? Weekly dates? 
We try to. Oh, we try to. Dream. We try to. It doesn't always happen. And does it your really nanny doesn't. want your kids or no? Because she, she, I'm sure by the time by the time I come pick my kids up, she's all peace. Bye. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> see you never. She's also she's 17, so she wants to oh, hang out with her friends. For sure and that, yeah, yeah, she was actually. So what about when she's in school? So when she's in school, she got work release. No, <laughs> in high school. Wait, Claire. Claire, call her right now. Wait, she, she literally got work release to come watch my kids. It does that mean like, wait, 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 means wait. that she only goes to first period and then she gets to re- get oh. released. And you guys, it's so it's the best because she's so young, so I don't have to pay her like twenty bucks an hour. No, she's like grateful for anything. Yeah. Wait, does the school give her credit or how does she graduate on time then? So I don't know. I think maybe that it's she a had. <laughs> no, it's a school I, district. It, I think it might be, but I do know that she. Um, she had like she did some credit. I can't remember. I think she did like some one online class or something that was oh, okay. able to make it so she could do it. But it was super easy. Yeah, well, Claire, you got a new job. I got work release too when I was going to. Um, this sounds like hair prison. school. Like, doesn't prison do work release? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, with hair school, yes, we're, we're yeah. looking yeah. into that. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. With so our it's. Students, she, I know she basically got the wow. same thing. So you just have to have a certain amount of hours that you allow, like that she's gonna shocked. nanny for or whatever, yeah. and you can. It kind of like goes in Do you hand have to like homeschool her? Like, yeah. no, no, you have assignments laid I think out. It, I think it goes in like the same thing as like with a social working, like, you know what I mean? Like going to intern somewhere. It's okay. kind of like that same. You just have to have a certain amount of hours. Wow. As far and as I understand. sign off on it? Yes. Yep. I had to sign off on it and wow. just tell that this was like a legit reason she it needed to It should count as like a home ec credit. Like, that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. Doll, I think it like is. Yeah. Kids. Mm-hmm. Genius. Okay, we're looking um, into that. Any high schoolers want to be my nanny? <laughs> no, Peyton. Just kidding. Yeah, no, yeah. literally. Once Peyton's like thirteen, Christina at Jesus. If Peyton's still com. living in Payson by that time, yeah, she or wherever is. she lives, she I'm is. gonna have her come watch my kids. You should. She loves kids. She, she is literally so good gonna with have kids. five younger brothers or so crazy. younger siblings under five. That's like, so crazy. She's so good with kids. Little mother hen. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so pros and cons of being a salon owner. We all know there's many. There's of so both. many. Yes. I I will say I feel like now being <laughs> me because I've been in it so long like the, whole um, ten months. the nine months <laughs> I have been a salon owner well you've been through a lot in those nine months so. um I will say I found more pros than there is cons at oh, this good. point which has been good okay. I think that um the salon is seeing a little bit of a slower point right now because okay. like September and October it's from, right before the holidays so it's, it's going so down. slow for me like yeah. and even in my own professional like career like I'm not seeing as many clients and I think it's because it's like after back to school yeah you yes. know what I mean and then it's right before, before the, the holidays, holidays. Yeah. it's like these two months just freaking kick my ass. Oh yeah. You're going to be dying after <laughs> December. So, anyways, no, but it's been good. I think, um, the biggest pro that I can think of off the top of my head is one, being able to be my own boss mm-hmm. and two, to be able to help like raise the next generation of hairstylists. Like I that's been that. my biggest thing, especially since I took your class, I have loved, I've always loved like public speaking and yeah. like educating and stuff like that. And so, um, education is something that I'm super passionate about, like yeah. super, super passionate about. And so how many classes have you taught now? Is it one um, or two more? or three? Two and three? then I've done a shadow day. And then we also go to yeah. schools, hair schools. Oh Martin, yeah. I saw you did that. Jenna do. Yeah. Yes. We, we've been to a Taylor few. Andrews yeah. and M tech so and I love that. yeah. So we try to spread it, but I, I just love, I love helping like people out that way so yes. like a lot of the girls at the salon know they can come and I will just jump in and help foil with yeah. whenever I need to it's I really fun for me I absolutely love it so I think that's great and it also helps build the community of your little yeah, salon and having sure. the stylist like know they can trust you in the back room and like ask for help and not feel stupid and yeah I love like that. I get mad girls will call me and be like can I borrow some 5n from Shades I was like if you call me again to ask that I'll fire you <laughs> You need to just take it because yeah. you know you can have anything. You're like, don't take it from like, anyone else, but take it from me. Yeah, That's exactly. How I am too. I'm totally. That yeah. Way. So, anyways, but yeah, and then great. I would say the con of it, um, right now it's like dealing with, not even dealing, but. I, I have a hard time not taking things personally yeah. in my, and w- like with girls leaving, we've had a few yeah. girls leave and go to other salons that are kind of close around our area. And, um, it's I've had to learn to, to separate, like I've had to learn to separate like my personal feelings from business feelings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cause yeah. they are, there are two separate ways and there's nothing bad, like yeah. against the salon that they went to. And it just was that our salon maybe wasn't the right fit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you put so much work into it and you yes. have so much pride in it. And yeah. it's like, it's when really they leave, hard. You're like, what did I do wrong? Exactly. Like, Jenna tech, we would text, back. I'm like, are, are we losers? <laughs> are we failures? <laughs> because it's just yeah. where I, and it's, you don't know this unless you have done it yourself and are a business owner and have opened your own actual, like commercial salon, that there is so much blood, sweat and tears and mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. and long hours and long nights. Like my husband and Jenna's husband would be at the salon until like four or five in the morning, oh my like remodeling the salon. And we, I would be 
over there with my kids until like 10 or 11 at night. And you know what I mean? Like there was so, there is so much invested into the salon. So it's hard for me not to take things personally when it comes to my business. It feels like a personal attack because you're so personally invested Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. And so I I feel like trying to, I guess, create that like balance of separating my feelings out from business has been, I feel like a con that I, I feel like I struggle with. Yeah. And it's something that never gets easier and you get more used to it because you realize eventually like turnover happens. Sometimes people leave because of a reason. Sometimes it's really that they just want to change. Like all of us hairdressers are kind of like that. We're antsy. We like to try new things. And I've had to realize that too, that like sometimes that's just life, you know, but it is really hard, especially if a situation does happen where you're like, how could I have handled that differently or they could have handled exactly, it differently. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, hard. it's been, it's been kind of tricky. I feel like what, like I said, when they, when they leave mm-hmm. and then go to salons and you're just like, well, what was wrong with our salon? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You're like, what, you can't even imagine what could I have done differently? Cause I feel like I did this, this and this, yeah. and you try to build the best environment you can. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so tricky, but yeah. yeah. It, and especially living in a small town, they're probably down the street. So yeah, you're no, like, cool. exactly. There's just a town over, <laughs> yes. you know, both yeah. ways. And And so it's been, it's been, like I said, a little tricky that way, but yeah. yeah, But like you said, then you find that having a small team of just quality people makes such a difference. Yeah, it is. And we went through a few girls like in the very beginning and again, nothing against them or anything, but we just have such a solid group of girls now that I, I feel like are super awesome. I have a really good relationship with all of them. And my assistant actually also booth rents from us too. And so her and I are really close and it's, it's fun. We do like fun little girls nights and I love love stuff like that. So that's how we feel right now too. We have such a good group and nothing can like take that away, you know? And yeah. And honestly, sometimes like I'll look back at people that have left my salon and I'm like, it all was for the best for both of us, like on their end and my end. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that they're the bad guy or I'm the bad guy. It just means that like it was time for a new chapter. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Mm hundred percent. I totally agree with you. But yeah, I bet any salon owner listening can sympathize with that because we all go through (laughs) turnover. Yeah. Okay. So we talked a little bit about salon ownership with Krista and now we wanted to read some responses we got on Instagram. I put out a story that basically just asked like, what is the hardest thing about salon ownership for you? And I thought it would be interesting to kind of like hear from people all over the country and then just discuss if we had anything yes, similar. I'm so excited for that. I'm so Me interested too. to see what other people say. Okay. So the question I had asked is if you are a salon owner, any structure, what are the best and worst parts of your job? So we got a lot of responses. Someone said the best is the freedom and working in the environment of your dreams. And the worst is nobody cares for the space like you do. Yes. Yeah. So we deal with that so much. I feel like everybody, yeah. like even my, like I said, we have a great group of girls, but we're con- <laughs> like, we have to remind them at every meeting, like, Hey, could you clean up after yourselves? Or Hey, could we yeah. do this a little bit better? Or can we do that? You know what I mean? Cause and it's, it's funny. Cause like, did you ever work in a salon? Yes. Okay. I worked in a commission salon right when I left okay. hair school. That's good. And the it. thing is like back then, like, cause I did too. And you're like, probably like not even thinking you're making a mess, but you're not thinking the same way as an owner. So mm-hmm. like if I left a bowl in the sink, I wouldn't stress about it. But now I'm like, who left a bowl in the sink? Yes. And it feels like a personal attack, even yes. though it's really not. Yeah. But yeah, yeah totally. no one cares the way you do. That no, is so true. Yeah. But the freedom is amazing and you build your environment, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Someone else said creating the culture of your dreams. If you had to like say the culture of your salon, what would it be? I would say our culture... <sighs> Are you talking about like style kind of, or just like culture like, means kind of like, what would your mission, you, know, you don't have to come up with a mission statement, but like what you want your salon to feel like and represent. Like for us, I say, I want to be a high end luxury salon with a family feel. Yeah. So like, I would say we kind of write off of that. I feel okay. like, um, we definitely strive for quality. Yes. Uh, our little, I don't know if you'd call it, um, we have a mission statement, but our little like tagline is keep the wild in you. Oh, I love and that. And so our biggest thing is like, be like gritty to your heart, but then also be like kind. You know what I mean? Yes. I and love sweet. That. And you oh, know, that's yeah. cute. So. I really love that. And that goes so well with your name. How did you guys come up with your name? Wild Fringe. <laughs> Sorry. No, so I really loved the name Fringe. Yeah. Uh, the Fringe Salon in Orem. Yeah. I think that their name it's was a adorable. Of hair, yeah, exactly. But it's also boho mm-hmm. And then like growing up too, like my mom and grandma, my um, dad's mom did hair. So my grandma on my um, dad's side did hair and she taught at hair schools actually. Nuh-uh. Yeah. And so um, anyway, she would always be like, you just have a little fringe going on. No. And so anyways, um, and then I was like, oh man, like Fringe Salon, that's such a cute name. And so when Jenna and I were kind of trying to come up with a name, I was like, it needs to be something with the like name fringe. I was really insistent on just having something with fringe in it. And I was like, it needs to be like 
some crazy fringe. We were trying to come out like like wild, like wild fringe. And Jenna was like, oh, that's cute. I love it. And so that's kind of how And we, your decor matches the vibe of the name. Yeah, we try to we try to go for more of like a boho feel, but uh-huh. we wanted to add a little bit of a Western twist with it because Jenna, if you guys don't know this, she's a cowgirl. Yes. She, her family like herds cows and yes. all, they have cows everywhere. And anyways, she's a cute little cowgirl married to a cute little cowboy. And so she, it we definitely wanted that. to like give her that like vibe too that kind of rang true for her and she comes from a family of hairstylists oh, and really? barbers yeah oh, that's yeah so, so cool. yeah I anyways, love that I think that's so I'm cool. doing a field trip down there yeah, yes Christina you need to come I am it's next really week. cute okay next week yes. like I've already planned it it's on yeah. the calendar you and Jesse come <laughs> yeah I've only seen it once so I want to my girls sure will freak out everybody bit. fangirls over you too just the same what? way me and Jenna and Nicole me? do oh yeah. Christina you're a celebrity <laughs> we went to a concert at my this girl oh, yeah, us. Was... She's like, can I get a photo and Christina steps away and she's like no you too I know who you are no I know I'm like at your baby shower I'm like can I just have a photo with Christina please <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> you're like um, I don't even care about you get out of here <laughs> I'm nobody thank you though whatever oh my gosh Okay, someone said, best part is decorating and creating a safe place. Mm-hmm. Worst part is taxes and cleaning. Amen. I, yeah, I feel like that's like a no-brainer. I feel like, of course, the best part is like being able to decorate. Are you kidding? Yes. That's like the thing I mm-hmm. most like look forward to every single time. Yeah. Christmas, I'm so excited. <gasps> oh, I, can't, so I can't even wait. I can't You've never had wait. a Christmas in your salon, right? No, okay, and I'm yeah, this so is be excited. You. Okay, you want to hear a story? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm one that decorates way too early for holidays. Like my Christmas oh, stuff is up November 1st. I love it. My Halloween decor is up August 1st. Like I'm not even kidding you. It's like, so bad. Let's go. So I like A went and bought. Degrees. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I went and bought some Halloween decor and I put it up in like August and I came in the next day and Nicole and Jenna sat down with me and they were like, so we've made an executive decision to take down your Halloween decor until October. And I felt so so personally attacked. You're like, this is half my phone, so it's like, staying in half the building. I was <laughs> That's like, how I would be. fine. So, so it's up now, so it's fine. But I was really offended. <laughs> I love that so much. Are you going to get a Christmas tree? Oh, yes. Yeah. We're doing, um, We're g- so we're going to do like a little a Christmas tree and then we're gonna put like pompous in it oh yes we did that and do that and so then do cute. like a bunch of like champagne and creams and oh, yeah I'm really excited about Christmas time me too oh I feel like I care more about the salon looking more Christmassy than my even I was just gonna yeah. say like, I haven't put up a Christmas tree in years oh really Stop. and with Ford being the age that he is yeah it's not happening this yeah. year you're like sorry you're not you're hilarious me I have Christmas trees in every single room oh yeah I love that if I was a stay-at-home mom and I had time I would do that yeah I'm like, uh, when he when he's ready, like when he knows when he's what ready. Christmas is, then when we'll he's put up a ready. tree. He's like, hey, mom, do you care if we put up a Christmas tree this year? <laughs> I tell my mom, Mom's I was like, go I'm going to school and be like, what's a Christmas what's tree? Christmas? <laughs> Who's Santa? You guys get presents? <laughs> what's this elf on the shelf? <laughs> oh, I'm dead. You told your mom what? Oh, I told my mom, I was like, do I have to do this elf on the shelf thing? Like come up with ideas? I'm like, Not this young. <sighs> no. Oh, I mean, we should probably, if you have young listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Santa's real. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. Santa is very real. <laughs> Turn this off. <laughs> Go find something for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Go watch Coco Melon. Hilarious. Um, best is feeling rewarded by seeing the salon grow and clients walking out happy. Um, worst is employees and also finding them. That's true. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so true because I feel like you there. I feel that schools and like the hair industry in general comes in waves. Do you guys feel like that? Where it's like, there's tons of students graduating schools and they want to come work and this and this. And then there will be like a dead spot Uh for a little bit. It's just like with clients, there's a dead spot and a busy season. Like, yeah, I agree. And it's also hard just to find people who, I sound like Kim Kardashian, don't cancel me, but like finding people who actually want to work is sometimes hard. Get your ass up and work. Yeah. But just in the sense of like, we've had a really hard time finding teachers at the school. Like we're good now, but that was hard. And yeah, just like stylists too. Like a lot of stylists don't want to work more than two days a week, which Mm -hmm. is fine. But like, it's hard at the beginning to build a clientele that way. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, friendship with employees. How do you feel about that? I have a story. <laughs> let's let's hear it. I feel it. like I've like been through it all. You have. I feel so, like you've owned it for nine years. So like. um so okay, so I'm not gonna name names and not- everything is just fine now. Like we're we're Good. everything's fine. We've worked it all out. But there was a employee at my salon that became a really good friend of mine. And um she was kind of assisting me a little bit and then but we were really close outside of the salon too. And um actually right when I was coming to Mexico for, Oh, I remember this. Yes. Yes. Your trip. We had a falling out and, um, it was hard because she was like, you know, I've felt like I've felt like you've treated me unfairly or like you've expected too much of me. And, 
you know, this and that and the other, yada, yada. And then I had my other, I'm like, well, you've been kind of flaky, you know, like there's been things that I have expected that I don't feel like you've met. So it was just, it was hard. And we, both of us like didn't communicate with each other, which was bad on my end as a, as her boss, but then also as, you know, her being my friend or my coworker or whatever it was, it was both sides of the spectrum. Right. So, um, we were able to a couple weeks after be able to kind of chat it out and, and, you know, hash it out and that and everything's fine now, but that has been hard like a learning experience yes definitely and even jenna and i like we we're really good friends like i i jenna and i like i said we joke that we're married all the time because we see and talk every day but jenna and i also have a really good i feel like skill set when it comes to knowing when to turn off the friendship and turn on the business partnership you know what i mean like we we have a pretty good distinct relationship and we can keep those lines separate. Good. So that's been like, we've been really blessed. I feel like to be able to do that, but it is so hard because yeah. these girls, like, especially they become your family. You know they what do. I mean? Like, and You're they become sometimes more than your own family. Exactly. They become your close friends. Like our salon manager is one of my closest friends. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, how do you find that balance? Sometimes yeah. it's really tricky, but you have to always. And like, it's not a typical work environment; it's a fun environment. It Doing totally hair is. is creative and fun and personal. It's mm-hmm. not like you're at computers all day. So yeah. it's so easy to get that so intertwined. Yeah, and I feel like even more so, it's harder now because I feel like the older, I would say, generations of hairstylists, there was a, there was a lot more competition in our industry, yep. and now there still definitely is. But I feel like everybody's a lot nicer. <laughs> These yeah. generations of hairstylists. I least, agree. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a lot more like you do your thing there's plenty of heads to go around and so that's almost made it harder for me to decipher and like to create that like line of where professionalism becomes like more friendships you know what I mean for sure yeah but it's so hard that's probably the biggest struggle I have too is yeah especially because we travel with like some of our stylists and get close on trips and like but you still I have to have that line and it sucks. It's hard. It really yeah. is because you don't want them to feel like you don't care about being their friend, but yeah. you also can't be their friend where you get taken advantage of or mm-hmm. they feel like they can, you know, slide things. Yes. Here like they get special yep. treatment or whatever. So yep. it's really hard. I totally agree. Um, okay. This is actually an interesting, um, one that touches on kind of what you said, but it said sneaky people, just be upfront. We can all make the right moves for us. I agree because I feel like a lot of times in our industry turnover is so normal, but we act like it's not. So anytime yeah. a stylist leaves a salon, especially if it's a well-known salon, it's like, oh, what happened? And in a small town, everyone gossips and yeah. it must've been a big blow up. And it's like, it really only gets to that point if it is sneaky. Like mm-hmm. for me, I've always had an open door policy. It's like, just come talk to me. I've had girls and boys and everyone just like leave and you know, like, and they still come by hair because they did it the right way. Whereas if you're like being a sneak behind your owner's back, that's when it causes issues. Yeah, I think like for sure. just be, even though it's scary to have those conversations, if you are thinking of leaving your salon or looking into others, just be open and honest. And, totally. I, and like, if they ask you, Hey, are you looking? Or like, I've heard don't lie about it. That's yeah. I think what causes the contention mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm sure like salon owners have reacted badly. Like, yeah. Um, so everyone has that fear. Like you don't mm-hmm. want to piss them off or anything, but I feel like that is so true. Like there just needs to be open communication from yeah. the owner and the stylist if they're in a situation. Well, like that. for sure. And I, I know that like Jenna and I've even dealt with that, the girls that ho- ho- who have left and just haven't been a hundred percent like honest with certain things yeah. that we found out later. And we're like, it's really not that deep. Like, no, you know yeah. what I mean? Like no, it's, it's fine. You it's, just yeah. need to, and Jenna and I emphasize this at every single team meeting that yeah. we have is like, we cannot fix something that we don't know about. I was just going to say, giving so, me feedback is going to help yeah, me be better. Exactly. So if you're leaving for a reason, tell me so I can fix it. Or if you're going through something, you know what I yeah. mean? We have a, some girls in the salon who are going through some hard stuff right now and like they've come and they've been open with us and they're like communicating that with us. And so that way if they need some time off or if they need, like it. if their performance isn't where it usually is, we're not like, what the freak is wrong with her you know what I mean we oh, understand yeah. we under we know that and so but yeah I think that sneaky and and you know it's like with being a business owner it's hard because I feel like you sometimes expect everybody to not look at you as a boss as a boss with so me true. I'm like why aren't you gonna come talk to me like it's me yeah. you know what I mean and then other girls are like well you're kind of my boss and I forget that yes. and so I have to also be mindful that I am somebody who's in a position of like power yes. quote unquote is so that way I need to make sure that I, sometimes I have to be the one that starts the conversation 100%. and that's why we do evaluations good and and we have private evaluations with each girl and so we're like hey How like often? uh we try to shoot for every three months mm-hmm. um with our commission stylist we try to do a little bit more it's like once a month um but with our booth rent girls we try to do, and we just sit down and touch base how are you doing how are you doing yeah. with education what are your you know what are some things we can help with is anybody bugging you in the salon you yeah. know what I mean like 
but sometimes as a business owner, you have to be that person that initiates that. Yeah. It's true. Cause they may not even think that it's something you'd want to hear about unless you ask, you know? Mm-hmm. So I totally yeah. agree with that. Um, another one is, yeah, I guess someone said the worst part is being underappreciated. People don't realize how much work thought and sacrifice goes in. It's true. Yeah. And unless you have your own salon, you just don't know. Like you don't get it. And even before you open your own salon, you have no idea until you actually do it. No. Right? Like didn't that like, surprise I was like, you? girl, like I was all like, I'm going to be able to decorate this place and yeah. this going to be a blah, blah, blah. And then I come in here and I'm like, what have I gotten myself into? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, especially as your team grows and your business grows. It's like amazing, but yeah. also so it's much very harder. overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Um, someone said, I only have one stylist and she's booth rent. So things are great right now. Well, good for you. <laughs> amazing. I'm Must jealous. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but then her downside was. Oh, wait, no, this is someone different, actually. But this is a downside. Being categorized as evil and money hungry when I've given it far more than I've made off of it. Kind of mm-hmm. going back to like salons aren't money makers, especially no. when you first open. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it to become a millionaire. Like no, it's really not the at passion. All. Yeah. And that's kind of like where Jenna and I have found too. And we, I feel like with our situation, we were really, really blessed because our husbands did a lot of our work. So thankfully we didn't have to invest like thousands upon thousands of dollars, yeah, but that's amazing. it was still a big chunk of change for us. You know what I mean? And then to keep it running too. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've also found out. And one thing we talked to our accountant, cause when one of our first meetings with our accountant, we went over and we're like, uh, what did we say to him? We said, we want to be successful. Like we want to be able to profit off of our business in the first three years. Like that's yeah. our goal. And, and he just kind of like, uh. he kind of <laughs> chuckled. He was like, uh huh. And I was like, well, Jesse, Jesse's done it. Like, <laughs> we did something like that. And he literally looked, he goes, Krista, she created a product. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that's when it kind of clicked with me is, is yes. like in order to really, to be able to make this like a good amount of money in the hair industry, you kind of need to create something and wholesale it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's where I've started to kind of look into, and you've been so awesome to kind of help give me some pointers through that, but yeah. it's a hard process It is to and learn I, how to wholesale and it do is. all the things. You don't even so. think about that until you get into this space. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Oh, you know, like to be honest, our salon's like 3% of our business. Like yeah. it could close tomorrow and it'd be fine. Yeah. But like, obviously that's not what we want to do. No. Yeah. But that's a huge part of it is we had to have the rest of this for it to grow into what it was. So you have to kind of, whether you want to create your own products or you're just pushing retail or you sell things out of your salon, like you kind of have to have different streams of revenue to be able to like make it to that level. Totally. Yeah. And that's sure. cool. You guys are thinking that way. We just learned, we were like slapped in the face when our accountant was like laughing at us. He's like, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, I thought you just had to open a salon and just, we would just make money overnight. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes it happens. Actually, no, it doesn't. You really do have to work for it, but it's hard because you don't know yeah. that until you're in it. Yeah, but. for sure. Okay. I have one last question for you. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years with your business? Oh, this is so hard. So Jenna and I, I see myself having a WF tattoo on my butt cheek. Jenna and I said that if we were, <laughs> where do you see your career in five years? I want to have a tattoo on my butt. I said, Jenna, if you tattoo. and I are in um, business together for five years or more, we have to get matching tattoos That's on our butts. Hilarious. No, okay. So for real though, <laughs> I would Jamie love, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> um, your I... husband would love that. <laughs> God, <laughs> be hilarious. Um, no, I would love to franchise the salon. Oh, I love that. I really would. I would okay. love to um, open a couple more locations of a salon. Okay. Um, I would also really love to start doing merch. That's something we're in the process with right now. Um, I'm working through all the kinks of wholesalers yeah, and talking to a jillion mm-hmm. and six people <laughs> yep. and trying to figure out, you know, and whatever. But um, I feel like in the, in the next five years, I would love to see us having at least, you know, one or two more locations. We're and up. honestly, I don't know. We kind of had talked about um, St. George. Oh, nice. We thought would be like where Washington is. Yeah. Um, yes. And then we also have talked about maybe somewhere up north. I'm not sure yet. Pleasant Grove. Pleasant Grove. <laughs> right across the right street. Here. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, I've thought about it too. It's like, but it, it's so hard. I'm like, oh, you have to be in like three places at once or like hire yeah. people to. Manage, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I haven't, I on truthfully, like we have a little bit of like a game plan. I really need to be better about like having, you know, your five-year plan, Yeah, but I'm, listen, you can't really plan your I'm life, just though. flying by the seat of my pants. Yes. Most days. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like, like let's try be honest, to survive. You could think your life's heading one way and it's going to be totally different in five years. Than yeah. You think. So yeah. it's like totally. having a vision and goals is good, but you can't like plan it out and be yeah. like, this is where I'm going to be. You yeah. Know? Well, and I mean, I think back and I'm like a year ago now we were, we had just signed on the building. Wow. And I just was fangirling over you on Instagram and now here I am doing a freaking podcast with you. So <laughs> 
You know what? It, it's only up from here. Yeah, really. Right? You hit all your goals. You're good now. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I made it to the Jay-Z podcast. I'm, I'm fine. You're I fine. can go die now. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> I love that that's what you say, but you've also like been to my baby shower, been to my house to hang out. I like know. it's not like you're like this, like one and done. No, I know. But <laughs> I just think it's so funny. You're so cute. I love it. Well, it's been really great chatting with you. I yes, loved hearing thank another you for having me. perspective. It was really fun. Um, let them know where they can find you on Instagram and everything. Okay. Yeah. So my Instagram is Kjo Styles. Um, our salon Instagram is Wild French Salon. On, and then I'm also on YouTube. I just started my Woo! YouTube channel. Back What's up. the name? Is it just Kjo Styles? Kjo Styles. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. So, so we will link all of that in the show notes below. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. It was such a fun episode and we really appreciate you coming on. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and we will catch you guys next week. Thank you. See ya. I'm just Jesse. See you next Friday. Thanks for listening to Just Jay-Z, a place where we talk all things hair, business, lifestyle, pop culture, and more. Don't forget to rate and review this episode. 